the holy gospel of the lord jesus christ according to matthew 9:35 to 10 jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness when he saw the crowds he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd then he said to his disciples the harvest is plentiful but the laborers are few therefore ask the lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest then jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons. you receive without payment give without payment take no gold or silver or copper in your belts no bag for your journey or two tunics or sandals or a staff for laborers deserve their food whatever town or village you enter find out who in it is worthy and stay there until you leave as you enter the house greet it If the house is worthy let your peace come upon it but if it is not worthy let your peace return to you if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words shake off the dust from your feet as you leave the house or town truly i tell you it will be more tolerable for the land of sodom and gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town See I am sending you out like a sheep into the midst of wolves so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves beware of them for they will hand you over to the councils and flog you in their synagogues and you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me as a testimony to them and the gentiles when they hand you over Do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say for what you are to say will be given to you at that time for it is not you who speak but the spirit of your father speaking through you brother will betray brother to death and a father his child and children will rise against parents and have them put to death and you will be hated by all because of my name 
but the one who endures to the end will be saved when they persecute you in one town flee to the next for truly i tell you you will not have gone through all the towns of israel before the son of man comes the gospel of the lord praise to you lord christ how can the church make its presence in these terrifying times of deadly pandemic and in times of racial tensions the reading from matthew's gospel chapter 9 calls our attention to look at the world and what is the mission of the church to the world how a church can be in motion not a static church but a church as a movement going into the world matthew before chapter 9 the preceding chapter 7 and 8 has a big amount of miraculous healings but in chapter 9 he suddenly makes a huge huge jump in telling us how a church should be what is the substance of christian ministry what is the substance of christian ministry or a church it is to teach to the faithful to proclaim the good news and to show compassion to the community so these three three things repeatedly resonate in all the verses which we have read today from the reading of matthew's gospel to teach or to proclaim the gospel or even to show compassion to the community where do we derive the example where do we derive the model matthew kind of zooms in on jesus here showing us the model for us here is jesus christ the model is jesus christ we have seen his ministry how he was not static or just in stay put in one place but he was moving from town to town from villages to villages from small to big he was encountering a common folks and he was challenging the religious authorities he was teaching in the synagogues at the same time he was healing whoever had come to him Matthew has this interesting way of showing his community where they're always in search of food and healing and here he is also telling or giving a contrast to the disciples where they have to move beyond their personal needs and to serve the community needs for the disciples here the learning begins with jesus christ as i said they're closely walking with jesus they're observing him how he's doing his ministry how he's healing how he's encountering challenging everything they're observing because they have prepared themselves sacrificed themselves maybe to leave their homes to leave the stability and to assure themselves into a new way of building their relationship with god 
with Christ. It's the model, it is, it's a, in one of the books I was reading, it says a recovery apprentice model where Jesus is expertise, he knows everything. So you have to be with him to learn the ministry, to learn how to move, how to uh, bring the transformation in the society. So the disciples are with Jesus and the model for them is the Jesus Christ himself. And secondly, we move to the part where the leader or whom we are seeing or the model or a church, the base or the heart should be the compassion to do the mission. Okay, they're seeing, they're seeing Jesus doing the ministry, but there is this heart for him, the love for this community. Matthew heightens this emotion of compassion here, saying that Jesus was moved in two ways. He was moved because he found the people, the ordinary folk, as helpless and the harassed ones. He was moved. The word literally meaning in Greek is you're stirred to the bowls. You're moved with compassion that you just can't go empty-handed. You have to do something. When he sees the 5,000 people, he, he saw them and he was moved because they're helpless, they're harassed, they have no way to go, they're in search of food, they're, they're in search of some direction. The, he saw them as sheep without shepherd. He took pity on them, he prayed, and he blessed the five loaves and the two fish and fed the people there. So compassion becomes the central, the heart of the mission of the church. How do we see in our church, in and around us, people who are helpless, who are harassed? Are we recognizing their voices? In this pandemic time, we've seen people have lost their jobs, they're in financial distress, there are many broken relationships. In many, many ways, people are really struggling. So how do we recognize these voices or their helplessness or the ways in which they're harassed because of racial discrimination or because of the hatred or the hegemony that has been just put on them, the authority, the power, where they cannot see any change to bring through themselves unless somebody brings change. Maybe some of us may begin to ask, maybe we are confused at time, when is the right time to begin the mission, to go into the world and do when people are disturbed, when people are suffering, when people are going through this trauma? And Jesus says, this is a beautiful chapter with, with, with high measures and with this overtones uh, helping us to look in detail, to search for the answers. He shifts the imagery to compassion, saying that harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. The harvest, it has come 
to the reaping time. Many people, many situations, many voices, we are surrounded with all that. If you are sitting and wondering where should I begin, Jesus is telling already the harvest is on you. It's time that you begin as a church, you begin to reach out, cater to the needs of the society, of the community, of your neighbor. By and large, we, we, any issue, we try to generalize and make it big. But sometimes we forget the person who is just next to us. Tom Long, in his, one of his books, talks about there is no opportune time for the mission. Church is always ready. Church is prepared. It grows more stronger, more confident, more richer when it is trying to reach out to the community. So the harvest is plentiful. How the farmer gathers the equipment, mobilizes the people for the crop to reap. So the church is ready with the resources, but not to wait for the time, but to just go out and reach the people who are in this dire need of help. With this, there is another stage here I wanted to focus a bit, is Jesus is sending his disciples into the world. For the first time, Matthew uses the term apostles. Apostles means sent out, which is repeatedly used by Apostle Paul and also Luke. But when Jesus is sending his disciples out to proclaim, to preach, to uh, walk the gospel, as St. Francis says, if necessary, use the words, otherwise you'll be the gospel. You don't need big sermons or instructions, all that. Just do like how Jesus did. So apostles mean sending out. But Jesus also says here, you're going out into the world, into the midst of the wolves. I'm sending you as sheep in the midst of wolves. This reminds me to think of this how we represent the kingdom and the world, kingdom and the world. If you can picture the Venn diagram, it is like you have two circles, two circles where maybe I can say a blue color and the orange color. They don't sit in their boxes, but sometimes they overlap. So if we are representing the world and the kingdom, Sometimes we are instructed in a way that we have to occupy those positions to overlap. It is like telling in one box, we have two like birds. In another box, it is like you have birds who fly. But if you see a parrot, it can fly and also walk. So what happens is in these two circles, there is an overlap because it can do both. It can do both. So that is the Venn diagram, which I'm trying to imply here and see. We are Christians, we are called out, we are sent out to follow Christ, to teach what he has taught us. But at the same time, you cannot sit holy 
or be on the holy ground and think I, I, I'm just following the gospel reading or praying, not in terms of just religious thinking, but rather sending out is, he's sending you in the midst of wolves. It is the work of God where it, it, it meets the world's resistance. That's the overlap. It's the work of God. It's the world's resistance. You are in between. But still, you can never give up. Because it says, because of me, you will be persecuted, you will be flogged, you will be beaten, but never give in. Never give in. You have to keep doing God's work in this world, proclaiming the gospel and showing compassion to the fellow neighbor. If you think many a times we wanted to help people when we go, how they react, because always people have suspicion. They don't quickly trust you because of the history or because of the happenings or whatever. But it's going to be rough. That's what Jesus is saying. The ministry, the model, the mission of the church, it's going to be rough. But if you are becoming if you get offensive or if you play the defensive role, if I go, then they're going to hurt me or they're going to say something, we are never going to get into the mission. As Boy Scouts, they have this motto, prepare, prepare. So you, you can, this is what Jesus is repeatedly telling. You are going to face this, but I'm giving you the power to cast out the demons, to heal the sick people, and to bless everything is Jesus empowering and like a package is giving you. So it is not that you're ambushed or it is a surprise that when people hate you, persecute you, oh, I can't do it, you cannot get back because you're already in the field. So today, as we reflect on this Matthew's reading, as a church, we should be, our motto should be always be prepared prepared to serve the community in need. Those who are helpless and harassed are looking for the leader, looking for the shepherd because they're lost sheep. May God give that grace to each other. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.